Welcome to Supernatural Warfare in our everyday lives with me, your host, Shireen Lowe. I believe in divine appointments, so you definitely clicked on this episode for a reason. On this podcast, I will share powerful personal testimonies of how Jesus changed my life. We will expose the knowledge that the enemy do not want us as believers to know, uncover the lies the world wants us to believe, and step into the power that Jesus has given us over our lives and the enemy. We are in a war. We are daily part of a spiritual war, if we are prepared or not. But as clear as day, the Bible says that this is what we are fighting against And it also gives us the tools of how to protect ourselves from the plans the devil has in store for us. I want to take you on a personal journey um, of a a testimony that has happened um, a few years back. And and this is something that I think every parent should listen to. And in the bigger scheme of things, I think there's a lot more that I can go into. But I will definitely do it on another episode. But for this one, I will stick to my personal testimony and um, just what I've experienced um, with my son. So when my eldest was about four years old, he was sleeping in his own room. And I remember it was a pattern almost, like he would go to sleep early and then by two o'clock in the morning he would wake up um, and then he would walk down the passageway into the bedroom and then just get back into bed with me. This continued on a daily basis, so there was nothing strange about it. And I remember the one night I woke up with him crying, but he was crying in a way that it sounded like somebody was hurting him. It wasn't a, it wasn't just a moan or something he did in his sleep. He was physically crying. I mean, as a parent, you would know what your child sounds like when they are hurting. Walking the, like get out of bed, I walk, I start going out the, um, out the room. And as my foot goes into the passageway, I have my eyes lift up and I could see clear as day, a figure standing across his room door. Um, It was just a dark figure and it was the size of the light switch. So it was kind of a small, small childlike figure standing across the, the, his door in the passageway. And the next moment, gone. So in that type of the morning, you kind of think to yourself, did I really just see that? Did that really just happen? So I was like, hmm, okay. And I went into his room, got him, took him to my my bedroom and we just fell asleep. Fast forward, I think it was about three or four days later, the same thing happened. This time I heard him cry and I was like, okay, go to his room. And as I open the door, so you must now listen, I'm, I am awake. This is not something that I am still asleep. I am fully awake. And as I, I could hear him cry. And as I was opening the door, also, again, a figure the size of a child um, came out the door. So in that moment of me opening the door and seeing that thing here, I mean, almost the size of that he was at that stage, kind of made me take a step back. But because it's almost like a fright, because I thought I'm going to in my um, movement, I'm going to knock him over because I was just walking in because I thought in my mind he was in his bed. So I actually took a step back. Um, as that thing came out of the room and I realized then, okay, something is tormenting. It's literally tormenting my child because he's crying and this is now the second time. And this is, I mean, one time you can kind of be like, "Mm." the second time I was like, no, 
something is wrong here. So I started praying, took, I took him out of his bed and put him next to me again and we was like we fell asleep. So it was again, it was a few nights after he was in his bed and I could hear and I woke up with footsteps. So I could hear the footsteps coming down the hallway as he would normally do, right? I even had like a creaky thing just before you go into my room. There was like a creaky spot. If you step on it, it will make a noise. I even had that. So I could hear the footsteps coming down the hall. I hear the creaky thing and then everything went quiet. And I thought to myself, this is very strange because even if somebody walks on carpet, you know you can hear the little footsteps on the carpet. I mean, you can still hear somebody is approaching your bed. And I was waiting for him to come to the side of the bed and he just didn't come. And I was like, this is very strange. So I sit up straight and in my mind, in that moment, I thought he might have fell asleep on the floor because I didn't hear the footsteps on the carpet at, as, at all at that stage. I sit up straight, didn't, don't see him. So now by this is like, I'm like, this is very strange. So I stand up, go to the, to the light, put the light on. Nobody's there. And I'm like, did he go back to his room? But I didn't hear anything. So I walk back to, to go check in on him. There he is lying fast asleep in his room. So what I was hearing was definitely not him walking down that passageway. While this was going on, he had a bunch of, of toys in his the one corner of his room. And I remember when I when I actually went into the room, I kind of felt a little bit uneasy and a bit weird in that area, but you kind of brush it off. It's like your just your imagination. I was talking to my mom about this exper- these experiences and I'm like, Mom, something is happening here. I mean this is not this is not this is not normal. And I said, mom, don't you want to come with me and come pray? Because I think something is in my child's room or some spirit might be clinging to something that that we have allowed in the house. I just don't know what, but you need to come and help me. I need reinforcement. So I remember me and my mom, we went into that room. And I, and I remember my mom also, when she walked in, she was like, there's a very strange feeling coming from this heap of toys that was in that corner. And I said, I know. I just couldn't figure out exactly what it was because it was all, um, some of it was soft toys, some of it was stuff that we, I mean, small little, you know, small little random toys. It wasn't like something specific or something demonic even, if you can call it that. So we started praying and I just felt how the Holy Spirit was guiding us and I took a black plastic bag and I started throwing all the toys in. As we were praying, I said, God, please, whatever entity is clinging to anything any open doors that we've made or any thing that's clinging to a toy or clinging to something physical in this room or in my house show me and tell me what I need to do with it um, so I can so there's nothing that will allow Satan to have any authority in my house so once we cleansed everything we threw all the stuff out we um, put everything in black bags. Some of it we and just we threw it in the in the in the garbage bin. And I promise you, since that day, we haven't had any issue with anything bothering him or anything manifesting in a way that um, I felt like we need to be made attention to in that way. So now I was thinking when when this all stopped. And you could actually feel the relief that was in my house at that point. And I well, I had conversations with my mom about it. And, and I also did some research um, about unclean spirits and how they have access to your house 
and especially with small children because they are so vulnerable um, is where they cling to the toys they cling to things that your child might like or they would want to keep in their room all the time with them and that's how um, they get access to your house but also your child and it brought me to I've, I've listened I'm, I cannot recall who it was that made a very valid point in terms of when kids tell you mom there's a monster under my bed or there's a monster in the closet uh, we as adults we think ah oh, it's just the imagination or they just had a bad dream or if they come and complain about something that is bothering them while they're sleeping or they have nightmares or whatever the case may be that is your cue to get really to dig deep and to ask God to show you what is in your house and what exactly is clinging to something that is bothering your child because that monster or that thing that's bothering your child is not imaginary that is something that's specifically out to have an effect on your child from a, from a, from a small age I think the worst thing that we can do as parents is to tell our child, ah, it's nothing, it's just your imagination, there's no such thing as monsters. The truth is, there is monsters and they are way more vicious, more clever and out for for blood basically than we think. Um, So we need to, as parents, we need to be vigilant about the things that we allow our kids to get involved in, the kinds of toys that that they have. Um, and to make sure that everything that comes in your house, um, especially around your child, and I think that's also constantly, if you back again to Ephesians, if you go look at the armor of God, you need to be vigilant into protecting your small children and your, I mean, teenagers as well. They can, I mean, I would just say from a mom's perspective, to protect your, your children with the armor of God daily, because they are the most vulnerable, they are innocent and we all know that the devil hates the children. Also, when it comes to the TV shows that, that we allow our kids to watch, the I had a very bad experience maybe three months ago, four months ago. It wasn't even that, that long ago. My youngest was watching a, a child-friendly show on YouTube and I was sitting right next to the television, uh, busy working. And I could obviously, you know, so this TV show was kind of in the background just and you kind of know the show so you know what the what the, the theme is about and the next moment a youtube ad came on so i want to say ad but this was not really an ad this was this was quite something else so for 10 seconds long there was this figure it was all animated there was this figure um that had a bloody knife in their hands and the background kept flashing different colors and all that was repeated for that 10 seconds there was nothing there was no it wasn't an advert for a show or a product it was just that it was this figure with a bloody knife in their hand with the audio that kept saying get the knife get the knife get the knife um, and this also brought me back to to people that make content um, that seems to be innocent. They change the story midway. So you will will ha- allow your child to, to watch a seemingly innocent episode. And yet you are not realizing that 10 minutes or 15 minutes in that episode, a lot of nasty stuff is coming out that is designed to have an effect on your small child without you even realizing it. So we as parents need to be vigilant and to know that the enemy doesn't sleep and he will get you at any corner or any 
gap that you give him that you are not awake and wake up to 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 what the plans are and what the enemy is planning he will take that little gap and he will will you will basically force himself into their lives so i want to end it with this and i want to say that we we have the tools there's no need to be afraid and houses are not in on all essence haunted um, the things that i've experienced in my house uh, it is demonic it is demonic powers that manifests and you need to go look for the open door that allowed that thing in your house in the first place you need to cleanse your house with the blood of Jesus constantly daily stay protected and stay hidden from the plans that the enemy has for ourselves and our children thank you for listening we welcome your feedback so please don't forget to leave a comment so into the kingdom of god by sharing this episode to those you know might benefit from this message to find out more about your host please visit www.shereenlow.com or reach out on social media where further discussions are welcomed. Weekly episodes are released, so be sure to check back for the newest releases.